Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Elite Rugby Banter. We like our rugby and we like talking about it, but not that much about fantasy. Our team, we seem to be doing very, very terribly. Welcome back to listening to us. As always, I'm joined by um, the three musketeers. I don't know if that's right. Uh, ben, how's it going? Hey, Adam. Oh, that's it. Okay, cool. Alex, how's it going? <laughs> Hi. Hi. And uh, Matt, how's it going? Not too bad. Cool. I like that. It's four word or less answers. Nice going, guys. Uh, you won. I'm your host, Adam. Just a quick run through of uh, our fantasy team uh, this past week. We unfortunately dropped 97 places after scoring 434 in the past oh. week. We had Stephen Kitzoff with 38, Scott Sear with 12, Malcolm Marks 84. We were missing a lock. Grant Hutting thankfully showed up with 48 points. Uh, Jean-Luc Dupre was on the bar, but Akira I only disappointed with 12 in the, in the rain. Uh, Amanaki Maffi got 28, and Kwaka Smith got 31. Uh, Dylan Schmidt got us 21 in the scrum half position, but in Barrett 38. Rico Aani, he got 25. Simon Karevi, 29. And outside backs, just to make it simple for you guys, we only had one starter, and that was Ben Lamb, who was our captain for 68. Now, as we mentioned in the, in the predictions episode, we're going to change it up a little bit this week. We're going to very much quickly run through just our transfers for the week because clearly, I don't know if anybody's actually learning anything from our repeated failures. I know we're not doing too badly, but we could be doing a heck of a lot better. So after I just mentioned the discussion we've had about who, what transfers we're going to make, we're going to run through each and every position and, and from this week onwards, talk about a poor man's pick and a rich man's pick. pick sorry. <coughs> Based on the fixture list, prices, and whatnot, I'll just be uh, checking in with our resident experts over here, and they're going to be giving out their knowledge, just so we can change it up a little bit, and hopefully you guys out there can learn a little bit more. And if you are listening out there, please check us out on Acast, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I don't know, I find it very hard to remember all three of those. Like, subscribe, and rate. We always appreciate you listening, and thank you for joining us. So, just the three changes that we did make, and I promise I'll stop talking shortly. We're going to bring, <laughs> we will be bringing in Jacques, Jean-Luc Dupré for Quacker Smith, uh, given the Smiths facing the Hurricanes. We're selling Dan Halepetti. I apologize for that. He was my decision as a, uh, a transfer. He got injured very quickly. We brought in uh, Ben from Accounts, uh, Ben from Tax. I'm sure he's very happy about that. We're hoping Damian McKenzie, not much worried about whether he's going to start this week as of yet, but we're hoping he does against the Aguirre. He should score well. But we also sold Wazaki Nohola and brought in Manasseh Mataeli, uh, Seta Tamanavadi's cousin. I mean, excuse me, nephew. He had a very good game. And in theory, with Israel Dad getting injured again, um, Penny being bad for five weeks, maybe should have been more. We hopefully he should start. So, uh, please, wish us luck. We really need it. But to start off with Rich Man, Poor Man, Rich Man, Poor Man, we're going to start <laughs> off with our Rich Man pick with our resident scrumming expert, Matt. Matt, please give me a Rich Man pick uh, for one of our props. For, prop. Uh, prop. Well, obviously, it's that's either Kitsa for. Wilco, if you if you've got money to burn and haven't got them on your team yet as a prop, uh, just a one-liner. Why? Why are they a good choice? I, they literally are ranked props one and two, aren't they? <laughs> or no? <laughs> I was so what, what, what makes the rank one and two? Yeah, I was looking for some insight, man. Don't be so coy. Yeah. Um, what makes them so good is that I don't know. Stormers seem to breed and coach props who do a little bit more than just. Our scrumming machines, they tend to have 
decent work rate around the park as uh, well. They make runs. They, that's, that's they carry the ball. They pick up tackles and so forth. Full stop. Away. All right. So you heard it, heard it there from Matt's mouth. Uh, actually, actually, if you want to say 4,000 tickets off over Wilco. Uh, is there any difference yeah. in the fact that Wilco's are tied over, over, over kits off being a loose head? Um, I don't... I prefer Wilco. There shouldn't be because the the loose head should theoretically be able to escape the scrum slightly quicker, Mm -hmm. so potentially do make more, do more around the park. But you don't you don't score fantasy points from scrumming, so I would say generally just like a bit more mobile. Like they don't have to have the same bulk as a tight end. In Wilco's case, like he Wilco was probably yeah I don't know I think he's hundred times that's probably Mm -hmm. eleven or something stupid. All right, and uh, then in terms of poor man pick, in terms of your prop of the prop of the week, uh, Ben, uh, who who are you looking at for for your own individual fantasy team for this week? I would say uh, Lizo Oboka. Um, oh. He is dirt cheap at one one five, which is I think one one twelve is the cheapest the player can be. So yes. yeah. he's basically yeah. he's basically as cheap as you can get them. Selected by very few teams. Um, don't let his his uh, he's only on 13.2 points per game, but that's because he's generally off the bench. Hmm. If he gets a start, he's a hot prospect, very very lively around the field, always hands on the ball a lot of the time, makes nice big tackles, and uh, yeah, I think he I think he uh, he's always he's, he plays close to the ball. So potentially, if the balls are close to the line, which they might be a lot this week, hmm. um, he's quite likely to just pick it up and barge one over for a try and that's kind of where your where sort of your your money comes from with props because you just basically want them to score yeah because they don't really um, do many other things that get rewarded in fantasy well also yeah. key with skirman's ban he should be a guaranteed starter more weeks than not yeah. though uh, john, yeah. we shall see with john mitchell uh, moving on to hooker um, always a key position in the fantasy stakes alex uh from if, if you have a shitload of money if you're mark zuckerberg but have a soul which hooker would uh, would you choose uh unfortunately this is a bit of a gimme because there's really only one hooker in the game at the moment and that's malcolm marks yeah like, I... he, he is the highest scoring he's the highest scoring player in fantasy rugby yeah not just in his position. Oh, oh, oh. But owned by more than half the teams. I was really upset I didn't have him as captain yeah. over the weekend. That hurt my soul. Big job. Sure. So let me, let me I guess, give people, like, if you, for some reason, can't afford Malcolm Marx. Or live under a Yes. If you don't um, have the yeah. half a million. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, uh, I think Adrian Strauss is actually a pretty good bet at the moment. Because the Stormers are going to be a bit weak. And he should play... About 70 minutes or so. Um, so yeah, I think Adrian Strauss is probably the next best hooker for this week specifically. Okay. Well, I think I'll, I'll wait in here in terms of the poor man pick, and there's only one name that screams out to me, and his name is Augustin Creevy. He was excellent um, against the Blues in what were, frankly, awful conditions. But the most appealing factor about him is that he generally will play at minimum an hour, uh, if not closer to 70 minutes. His price is 267. I, I think it's dropped by over 100,000. This season, but he makes a lot of tackles when on form. He can be a bit of a wild card penalty-wise, sometimes <laughs> as can the Jaguars, but they've shown a lot more consistency, and uh, I think if they're looking to save a bit of cash and looking for a quality hooker, um, he's up there, but just to compare him to Strauss, Strauss is about 50k more, and he's uh, he might unretire. That's, that's how good his season has been. Uh, moving on to Locke. 
just, just sorry, just yes. um, poor man's hooker. If he happens to be starting, uh, Akka van der Merwe, great poor man's short, about mm-hmm. 240. Very cheap. Even off the bench, he's outscoring Chili Boy, who starts. Oh, so, yeah. He's nice. only 28 more. 28 more. Then, uh, but I guess we're talking about Do you know who else, speaking of if they're going to start? <laughs> oh, Skara. No, look, Adam, you picked like a fucking quarter of a million hookers he's for cheap. your poor man. Have a look at... No, I'm trying no. to be realistic here. Look at the guys who are starting, though. I mean, he is half the price of Malcolm Marks. Yeah. So. yeah and, and Rangi, Rangi, who's the, a guaranteed starter, is shit. 203. He's had like two good games. Jordan, at least he's, you know, he's... Uh, <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. Have a look. Okay, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Sorry, I apologize for interrupting because I seem to have opened the can. Oh, I was going to say, Scar will be a good shot if you, if you no, start. Uh, Skara, uh, uh, sorry, Matt, have you watched Scar play lately? Scar <laughs> fucked up last week. <laughs> well, I, I guess but... for, just to defend Matt here, he costs basement price of 112. Yeah, and, that's exactly you know, it. If he's a starter and at basement price, he's, he's going to be the only starter at basement price. Yeah, but he's as uh, rusty you, as... Uh, you get what you pay for, Matt. Yeah, as, as yeah, like, a car without yeah. enamel at the coast. They just rust a shitload. But since, since Ben... Um, you, you opened up some sore wounds there. What about Locke? With, in terms of a um, bargain, I'm going to surprise you. What about a bargain? A bargain? Price? Oh, I was, about to, I was about to pick some very low-hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> for a bargain, I like... Well, what, what, what price do we consider a bargain, Locke? Uh, in comparison to everyone else, really. 200,000. Yeah, right. 200,000? Right yeah. I like I like Marvin Ori for 200,000. Um, takes a lot Good of shot. line-out He's very, very mobile around the field. Like, I do think that's actually to his detriment as a lock. I don't think he's physical enough, but it does it does suit fantasy scoring, and he has the ball in his hands a lot. So, yeah, I like Mar- Marvin Ari as a budget lock. I, nice. I, I was looking at Marcus Kramer since he plays in the Lucy's for the Jags. So, he also gets a lot of ball. I mean, he picked up 84. Yeah, with, with out, that's a good shot, actually. Yeah, he's well, not that cheap, though. He's 224 is expensive for a lock, though. Yeah, expensive-ish. Yeah. That's... yeah. Uh, seeing as we're doing this, uh, let me chuck in Arceus Neyman. Oh, he's yeah. One, he's 191. I just want to point out, yeah. you've pointed Ooh. out all three of my locks. Yeah, but he's the poor man's luck. locks, Matt. Yeah. You're a poor man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, this This is the position I filled in last. Uh, I see. So, uh, <laughs> Matt, if you, if you, in an alternative reality, when you filled in all your locks first, who, who would you be your, your top choice when you're talking about primo, primo locks? Look, it's either going to be Retellic or PTSD. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Ba- that's basically it. Yeah, but, yeah. No, no more. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Mustard's not bad, especially no, playing six. Yeah, mustard. Yeah, mustard. Yeah, yeah, mustard. Mustard. Yeah, it's, it's between They're those. Saying two, that, look, looking at it, Lude scores about the same per game as Mustard, but he's almost 100k cheaper. So if you want a, a good mid-range lock, Lude de Jong is not a bad option. Yeah. yeah. Brody. Brody's probably the best out and out lock. But uh, as I've been mentioning, Arches Neyman, even Ludovic Diaga, he's middle of the road. He's also been rejuvenated somewhat if you're looking to save a bit of cash. Mo- moving into uh, the Lucy's, uh, I will t- I'll take the low-hanging fruit here, just in terms of um, the big picks. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say Jean-Luc Dupria. I just feel that since he's come back, it's also only a sixth game, so he's ready to go. He's not going to be arrested anytime soon. Offloads, a crap load, um, especially Kraz line breaks with those offloads, makes a lot of tackles. He's also a very, very importantly a try scorer and has the highest average points 
per game, 55.7 versus Akira or Ioni. Did I get that right, Alex? Sorry, Sorry uh, Akira Ioni. Yes, yes, yes that's correct. I, I could that's good. Um, so I, I, to, be, to be fair, I've, I've heard that a couple of ways. I've heard Ioni a few ways. I've heard Ioni, I've heard Ioni, I've heard Ioni, so I'm not entirely sure. You have to ask yeah. them yourself. But uh, yeah, I think uh, like he is also I think the most expensive Lucy now at four eight seven. But if you got the money, uh, I'd probably say Jean Dupre would would might be a very good bet. So uh, for the cheapies, Alex, um, which which mm. uh, cheap Lucy is? Uh, are you eyeing in the bargain bin aisle? Um, it is a difficult one, especially if you're trying to find something for less than two hundred thousand. Um, I would say. Probably your best bet for this week is going to be either Dalton Papali'i for the Blues. Good shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a ballsy or, move. <laughs> or if you, if, you, if you want someone who's a little bit less risky of playing for a better team, obviously, then probably Hachiva Daimani because he's just under 200. Uh, he hasn't scored very well, but I think he's on the up. And he's still got a few weeks left without Whiteley or something. So, yeah, Hachiva or Dalton Papali'i. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know who's uh, sorry to interrupt you, uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. The the one name that sticks out for me is uh, Jordan Taufua. He's two. He is two. Yeah, two two four. Not the worst, but I said he. I mean, he's not quite. Yeah, between him and, him and Matt Todd, they, they got some good options Todd, there. Todd's the, the intangible. Todd's the intangible. <laughs> also, uh, their, their their third member of the list, Joe Bedwell Curtis, also very very cheap. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but he's, he's not that great. He's on my draft team, and I'm not impressed. A good little mid-range Lucy. Um, Artie Sevilla, mm. very cheap at the moment. Yeah. Just come back from injury uh, as well. Boston, so yeah. He's yeah. back from injury, but he's looking he's looking well-heeled. He's looking fresh. So I think he might Ooh. be a good investment. I'm surprised 46, to see him. Yes, at 46K. Yeah. That means it's yeah, 246 when you're looking at um, what's uh, Jean-Luc Dupri, almost 460. So okay. almost half the price of Jean-Luc Dupri. Yeah, and he's so, most yeah. certainly not half a player, that's for sure. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Right. Uh, scrum half, Matt, uh, who would you be your top <laughs> pick if you had some money? Uh, nobody lo- nobody likes spending money on scrum halves, but if you were that foolish, who, who would you choose? Oh, God. Um, the obvious choices are Injured, um, maybe Genev. <laughs> I was just thinking that. That's true. Um, obvious choices are injured, so yes, if you've if you've got two hundred thousand and speculatively looking to buy a scrum off with two hundred thousand, one check your temperature, and two have have a look either Ginya or Pulu. If either yeah. of them are starting, Pretty's it might back. not be. Yeah, he's back, but I don't know if he's going to be starting just yet. But he should. There's also, yeah, can you those? There's also Jake Gordon at home. Hmm. Uh, he's he's Are we looking? Yeah. Uh, what's Gordon Costa? I'm just looking 245. at 245. 245. So, yeah, he's at least starting. Oh, that's the same so price as Hardy Severe. Yeah, exactly. I picked him in my mouth. Yeah, if you, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, this is my yeah. least favorite position to spend money on because... You're yeah. either going to get lucky and pick up a try, or you're not going to be met. So, rather look for someone who costs you 150k and gets you 
between 50 and 20 points consistently. Can, can I just can I just point out something here? How Fox Sports makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what you're okay. talking about, but they, they don't make sense. So. Okay, Augustine Pulu is 205,000. Yeah. Aaron so Smith Aaron Smith is 133. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Pulu averages 20 points a game. Aaron Smith averages 19.1 points a game. Um, Pulu is owned by, say, roughly 900 managers. Aaron Smith is owned by more than 3,000 managers. But w- so why is Aaron Smith um, seventy thousand cheaper? Their uh, algorithm is so stupid. I don't know what they're doing. I was going to say bathroom sex. What is it based on? Because it's obviously not based on average or like supply and demand. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So like I, it's, it's so stupid. I, oh, oh, yeah, I, I have no idea how what what governs this. <laughs> They have their own teams. They just tweak tweak the players' prices to just to suit their own ends. That's my new theory. <laughs> well, I'll look. I'll I'll step into the breach here in terms of uh, the bargain. You just we've just said his name, Aaron Smith, at 133. He is literally the best, one of the best scrum halves in the world, and he he runs generally. Is he not? Yeah. Is he? No, he's healthy now. Hey. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, I, I think, I think for, he's back. Hamilton was just playing like two games. Yeah, the only thing you have to be worried about with him is that he might get rested at some point. It was all, all blacked up to be rested for two weeks. So that's the only one. No, no, but, but he, he was, wasn't he, was he injured? Doesn't know. He, he, if, Hamilton just started a game and that doesn't count. He has to not play. No, no, they have to, they have to not play twice. Yes, and then play twice. So that's the only thing I'd be worried of. Otherwise. If they, if they injured, it counts as they rest though, huh? Yes. Otherwise, I would probably look at um, Dylan Schmidt at one one two. He, I mean, he's consistently starting, and heck, he, he gets sent out onto the wing and, and picks up some points. So, you know, hey, what have you? Um, all right, well, let's, let's uh, move on to Flyhalf. Who, who would like to take the expensive pick? Who who, who wants to make a point here? Uh, okay, I'll call it because he's my boy. My boy. Uh, Richie Moanga's back this week. He should be back <laughs> starting. So. He is the, still the highest average scorer per round. He's only played two rounds, but against the Rebels, he should have a he should have a bit of a big bang on his return. So I'd say Richie Moanga, rich man's pick. And the, and that's the bottom line. Oh, I don't know if other people are, why did I sell him? And uh, poor pick Ben. What? Uh, um, there are a few fly, fly-offs are a tough one because basically all if, all the fly-offs that start are quite expensive. Mm. So basically you've got to look for someone who's potentially injured. So if you're going to back one of these poor man picks, just look at the team sheets first. Because mm. So we got uh, Bryn Gatlin, who has a decent average per game at 119, who's not bad. Um, we got uh, Tion Falcon. Ka-ka! Um, uh, injured. Uh, he, he's got a hand injury. He's, he's yeah. injured. Okay. Yeah. So then, in uh, that a, case, a wing injury. Uh, <laughs> well, in that case, then, then uh, Starty McKenzie, who might start ahead of his brother for once, um, is one 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 two, and hopefully that McKenzie mm. blood pumping through his veins might improve his very average score so far. Yeah, and uh, like in terms of mid range sort of stuff, um, Andre Pollard. He's 300k. 
Robert so, is a good shot yeah. for mid-range. Yeah, he's, he's the sort of dude who gets you a I'd, I'd say, like, your next bet on starters who are, are cheap is probably Debrusini on 2-1-2. Mm. Debrusini scores shitly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but then, then also, then you have to have Debrusini in your team. Have you thought about the consequences? <laughs> like, you, you have to look at your team. I haven't team thought this I had the option of picking Bowden Barrett, but I chose Jack Nebrasini, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, then, okay. uh, m- moving into the centers. Uh, Matt, could you find me a bargain, please, this week? Bargain center. center. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are we calling bargain? Uh, anything under, uh, if you can, uh, start under 3,000, 300,000, but anybody around two. Uh, would be legit. Yeah, uh, so, so between definitely, definitely less than three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Tay. Uh, who we got you? Um, Tay Walden's not shit, and he's sort of the lower end of the two hundred k. I'm just looking here quickly. Uh, I would say someone like Walden, because you're looking at this price range. You're just looking at sort of a workhorse center. You're not guaranteed many points. You're looking at about a 30 average. Well, is Moala still injured? Yes. He's out yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah. Out for the season. Okay. Uh, De La Fuente at the upper bracket of that area. Beal as well when no. he's healthy. No. No. Oh, the, 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 the best uh, centre in the Hurricanes, 220. Uh, <laughs> best centre in New Zealand. Matt Proctor. Oh, sorry. New Zealand. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna throw out, I'm gonna throw out David Havili. He's had, he's not have a good having a good season, but like, up against the Rebels could be a bit of a comeback for him. Yeah, um, if he's struggling for cash. Maybe take a risk on him. There's also Vince Asa. Maybe uh, <coughs> starts and uh, a name I like before we get to expensive. So Matt, are you done? By the way, sorry, I think we're stealing your thunder. Um, I'm just having a look. Uh, yeah, um, this sort of the 200 range, just above 200. There's not. You're not looking at much here. You're looking at someone who's going to try and average you about 30 points. Right. And I don't see that. There are no hidden gems. Uh, uh, Burger, Burger Ordendahl. I don't know. Yeah, but he doesn't score much. That's because you refuse to drop him from your draft team. Let him free so he can score, man. Yeah. I don't have him. I gave him <laughs> to you, didn't I? Did you? I don't I, I did. Oh, no, I, I, gave you Smith. Uh, I gave you Smith. I dropped yeah. him not long ago. Okay, good. Um, okay, now he's free. Oh, well. Just chip in here. Ruin Janssen from Redberg. Um, he's... Jeez, <coughs> I don't know why I have something in my throat. He is 233. <coughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. He got 32. And then another name that strikes out to me is Charlie. <coughs> Gosh, what's in my throat? Charlie Nagatai. Nagatai. What? Nagatai. 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 I'm going to move us along, along yeah, while yeah. Adam asphyxiates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to throw out the rich, men, the rich man's centers, which would, for my mind, I think it's quite obvious for this round. I don't think... Yeah, I don't know. Sure, let's just say Rico. Uh, you got to have Rico if you can. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think uh, Nani Lamapi is going to have a field day against the Lions. So. Sorry, uh, sorry, I think it was just when Matt's just a curly beal got stuck in my throat. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like that. Um, so, what, wait, what, what did you say? What's wrong with Beal? I said Rich Man's, rich man's picks are uh, Rico and, and uh, Nani Lamapi. Uh, 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, uh, Bill, he um good playmaker, but I don't know. He just doesn't seem to do enough personally. He's a lot like Ryan Crotty. It's not been his year. Yeah, he's the king yeah. of the intangibles. He's a key player, but personally doesn't score that well. I mean, nobody's doubting how important he is, but uh, the fantasy gods are not kind to him. And he's an Australian player, so he has all stacked in his favor. I don't know, he's averaging 27.9. Yeah. Anyway. Last one, outside backs. Oh, okay, I will I will uh, start off in terms of the rich man's pick. Boop, turn that off. Hmm. Oh, shit, Falau. Let's see. <laughs> no, uh, sorry, we, 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 we boycotting Falau. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I mentioned his name. Like, do I not, we do not support him, and we urge you not to pick him. Yeah. Yeah. Elite rugby banters for everybody. Yes, pretty much. But, um, yeah, with McKenzie's fate uncertain, it seems like whenever I pick him as captain, he gets injured. Uh, Solomon Alamalu at 4-6-1. Ben Land's also at 4 And, I mean, he didn't do much against the Sunwolves, but he still got picked up 34. And I think he's shown this season he's class. I think the expensive pick is Alamalu. He's been a form player this year, gets a lot of ball in the wing, and he faces the Aggie Ares. Not an all-black, by the way, so he doesn't have to be dropped twice. So, yeah, I think Solomon uh, Alamalo, he'd be, he'd be my expensive pick for the week. And uh, uh, Alex? Wait, did you do the center one? I think, oh, I'd do one someone else. Uh, I, did back. Rich man. I did Rich Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ben? Ben, man? Just in terms of an outside back? Um, so someone who I've I've been talking up because I don't dislike all Australian players. Um, Jack Maddox is looking a decent prospect at two one six. I know there's a little bit of an injury cloud over his head, so yeah, obviously wait till Thursday if you're going to jump on that. And then um, yeah, Kerwin Bosch also two two eight. Has it? I, w- I wish I wish you got fantasy points for great kickoffs because his kickoffs are amazing. <laughs> do you know Do you know who's a fant- who's a dark horse in this section? Yeah, there's a on the skidder. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, he's only, he's only two four six. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, I'm just trying to see how many minutes. Like, well, I think we'd all like to say welcome he back. He got one touch. Welcome he got back. One touch, I think. Yeah, welcome back. No, he got he's two. Because he, he had he had a break where he got he got hit after he kicked the ball, which I thought should have been a yeah he, should have been a penalty. But yeah, there should they, be a yellow. Uh, yeah, he played 22 minutes, two runs, 32 meters, one tackle bust, one line break, and two tackles. Um, yeah, we're we're glad he's back and as a world class player. Hopefully, he's not going to do a Julian Severe on us and go down the tubes. Um, yeah, very interesting pick actually. If you're looking just for a bit of a dark horse and to save some money. Again, again, wait for wait for the team sheets. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Only choose, choose the teams with the team sheets and the team sheets. All right, uh, guys, any, anything, anything further? Just a, a final nugget of advice, or will we be very happy to uh, wrap it up there? Happy to wrap it up. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. Well, that, that's going to do it for this uh, new and improved fantasy edition of Elite Rugby Banter. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I've mentioned already, you can catch us out there on the web, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Acast. Like, subscribe, and comment. And yeah, we'll be back for our next review episode come Sunday. Uh, as always, uh, thank you very much for listening. And um, yeah, Matt, thanks for being here. No worries. Good to be here. Oh, uh, Ben, thanks very much. 
Thank you, Adam. I apologize for my lackluster greeting at the start. <laughs> thanks, Adam. Look, I apologize for uh, my <coughs> crawl in my throat. And Alex, thank, thank you very much for joining us on this Workers' Day, by the way. Thank you for having me, and I apologize for nothing. Fair. Fair. Never. Classic and, Alex. Good luck. <laughs> and, uh, and, and for me, Adam, thanks very much for joining us. And if you were lucky enough to have uh, May 1st, May Day, Workers' Day off, I uh, hope you had a good one. Please catch us again on Sunday, and yeah, enjoy the rugby. We'll catch you next week.